1: It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, this is our virtual Santa stop today, brought to you Hello. by the Breast Center of Maple Grove. You can find out more about drop locations and wish lists by going to mytalk1071.com. Keyword Santa, this is all part of our Santa project, benefiting Santa project. Uh, the Ronald McDonald House Charities Upper Midwest. Now, question? Answer. How do you feel about Christmas cards? 651-641-1071. Like, do you like to send them? Do you like to receive them? Do you like to receive them, but you don't send them? Do you wish people would stop sending them? Do you uh, do something else instead of Christmas cards or holiday cards? 651-641-1071. Why
0: are we asking?
1: Okay, so I saw this. Okay. Why? Full disclosure. Two things. One. One. I saw this uh, article based on a study that really is just a gigantic advertisement for American greetings, Um, but they conducted a study because that's what, you know, big businesses do when they want to push something on you. They did a study on uh, how people feel about getting Christmas cards and what they found in this study is that... What?
0: People love it. I oh, love it
1: so much. 90% of Americans... <gasps> what? ...say receiving holiday cards brings them joy.
0: Wow. I'm surprised, actually, it's 90%, but that's cool.
1: 90%. So I thought, you know, it's interesting, because, you know, Christmas cards, like, I've gone... I've been on a personal journey with Christmas cards. In the interest of full disclosure, I do send Christmas cards to a list of family and friends. I do it... I try to do it every year, but I don't, like... I don't, you can say whatever you want to me. I'm not offended. Like, I don't take it as a personal judgment. If you're like, I wish people didn't do that. That's wasteful or whatever. Um, I'm fine with it. 651-641-1071. How do you feel about Christmas cards? How do you feel about them cards? Let's go to Jeff. Jeff Jeff. is on the line. Hi, Jeff. Do you like those Christmas cards? Where are you on that?
2: Yes, I do. In fact, I
0: think Benjamin Franklin set up the Postal Service for reasons like this, for the holidays so we can he- keep in touch with each other as Americans. And so share our faith. And I think it goes back to the founding of America. I send Christmas cards every year because I love everyone.
1: Oh, I wow. love that Jeff.
0: So inspirational. Well, thank you, Jeff. The Very thank
1: seasonally you. appropriate.
2: <laughs> Intense nudge, nudge. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying,
1: uh, no, thank you, Jeff. Uh, but you know, like that, it, ha- it is a time honored tradition. And actually this, this, study that american greetings did also wanted to push the idea of the digital christmas card they've got a whole program where you can throw together a digital christmas card and um and then really just send it to people uh but digitally you don't like that you're not here for the digital no i don't want to get digitized you don't want that greeting
0: i don't want your digital greeting
1: you want it in the good old pony express or nothing
0: i want paper i want a sticker maybe an easter seals label Mm -hmm. you want one of those expensive stickers every year because you get the easter seals true and then you put them on your envelopes Mm -hmm. the address labels yeah and then uh you know it goes to a good
1: cause 651-641-1071 how do you feel about christmas cards holiday cards i should say janice is on the
2: line let's go to janice hi janice hi janice hello hello so I have a, a kind of a split opinion. I love Christmas cards. I love getting them. I love sending them. I am horrible at sending them. However, mm. I think I have Christmas cards going back for the last 10 years. Because I always like to jot a little note in there, oh, not yeah. anything really long. And then I, and I buy the stamp. I have the envelope. I have the card. And for some reason, I don't put them in the mailbox. Oh, isn't that and, like, that's a bummer? <laughs> it is It is a bummer. I should send people because then I seal the envelope. So I have no idea what I wrote or when I was going to send this card. So I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but I should just send them to people. Um, and say, I don't know what I wrote, but uh, Merry Christmas from whatever year I I wrote this to you. I want you to do that, Janice. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom gets Christmas letters a lot of times, and she gets frustrated because she's like, I don't know who these people are, so why are you even telling me about your year? (laughs) And I love reading them, and it cracks me up all the time. So she saves her Christmas letters for me so that I can read them and go, oh, did you know so-and-so went to so-and-so? And she's like, I don't care. Oh
1: my gosh, that's so funny. Do you know all the people you read the Christmas letters of?
2: Not always, yeah. but it amuses me.
1: I of love course. it. Thank you for your call, Janice. You know, that's like, a treat. that is a whole other, like that's a next level, the Christmas letter. My parents used to do that. Oh
0: god, that's too much.
1: I can't. Like, it is enough yeah. that I get a picture of my whole family together Billie at all. Billy
0: Joe was. Very, we were proud of Billy Joe this year when mm-hmm. she decided to tour Paris for six months <laughs> after her, you know, graduating with uh, summa cum laude.
1: Yeah, I try to make it real. Like these are our names. In case you've forgotten, this is how old the young people in the family are, and maybe, like, maybe. Maybe on a good year, you'll get a sentence of like what they're up to.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, 651. 641 classes
0: one. to study microbiotics <laughs> kind of thing.
1: <laughs> microbiotics? I don't know. Huh. Uh, let's go to Jean. Nope, I lied. Let's go to Patty first. Hi, Patty. Patty's been waiting longer. Then we'll get to Jean. Patty, how do you feel about Christmas cards? Well, you guys were just wrapping it up with the whole Christmas letter. Yeah. They are the worst. I they are such a brag fest, and when it goes on that they're two sided, it's like really just send me the picture, like you say, put the names, ages, mm. you know that type of thing. That's really all I want to see. Right, so. Patty. Thank you so much for your call. Here's thank you, Patty. Things. Social media has made it such that you probably are following these people all year long, so you don't really need always the lengthy explanation and. You know, I. that's why I only do a sentence is because my fear is that it will turn into a brag fest. Mm-hmm. And if you want a brag fest, just go to my Instagram because yeah. that's essentially that's what, what that is.
0: social media is for now. Exactly. Especially if you're a parent, that's where you can highlight all the things your kids are doing.
1: Exactly. Uh, Jean is on the line. Hi, Jean. Jean, how do you feel about Christmas cards? I love Christmas cards with family pictures because you can watch the family grow every year. Yeah. Yeah, and how do you feel about the Christmas letter? I'm um, not a fan. Uh-huh. See? Well,
0: Look at least that. you're honest.
1: Gene. The- thank you for your call. Thanks, this is what I wish that we had. Christmas cards bring people joy. I wish there was a study about the Christmas letter because I wonder how many people, I think some people like writing the Christmas letter.
0: I think it's more for the writer. I
1: Yeah, but I wonder how many of the writers would feel unburdened to know that maybe not everybody's as excited about it as
0: I just think like, you know, like obviously it depends, right? Like that's the real answer. Mm -hmm. It really depends on who's writing the letter and who these people are to you in your life. If it's somebody that's like six times removed, you're probably less interested or you've already known because of social media in this Mm -hmm. day and age. But, you know, I think a picture that paint, you know, a picture tells a thousand words or Mm -hmm. whatever the saying is. That's it. And, um, so I think a picture generally is enough. Like, oh, look, these people have aged.
1: Right. You know? Everybody's getting older. They look great. Yeah, I got to be job. honest. Uh, Showed I'm, up. I probably shouldn't say this out loud. Great. But I'm just, you know, it's some people. a perfect
0: place to do that.
1: I know. Some people save them year over year. I'm not that person. Oh, no. No, no I'm no, not no, that no. person. I, no.
0: that's, that's the main reason I have not done cards. Uh, thanks for asking. I don't send out a Christmas card. Uh, but I, it's not to say that I wouldn't or a holiday card, um, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, I just generally don't cause it just seems like it's going to end up in the trash anyway. and true. you could send something on social media. That's true. But I do like getting them because then I put them all up on our buffet and then yeah. have a nice little display. It's like
1: its own little decoration. Yeah. Well, mine will be forthcoming
0: Fabulous. very soon. In
1: fact, actually that's like, I just realized I got to set aside some time to address those things. It makes my arm hurt. Don't worry about it. I'll be fine. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we did not get to talk about some family drama as oh, a family, the
0: family drums,
1: uh, not my family, not your family, not Holly's family. No, uh, the full house family.
0: Oh, those kids. Oh, we're going to
1: talk about the uh, the sibling uh, drama between these fictional siblings, Stephanie Tanner and DJ Tanner. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven one. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven one Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. we got to turn that on trainer. Hi, uh, this is our virtual Santa stop today. Thank you to the breast center, Maple Grove. They are a Santa stop location. So you can drop off a toy. Uh, there for the Ronald McDonald House Charities Upper Midwest, you can go to mytalk1071.com, keyword Santa, find the list, find the, you know, drop locations and uh, go do it, please. It'll make everybody feel good and full of holiday cheer. And now in the opposite of holiday cheer I'd like to tell you about some family drama and I'm talking about the Tanner family family drama whatever oh. happened to predictability. Uh, this I feel like whatever was...
0: Happened to respectability. <laughs> exactly. mm-hmm. I
1: was going to say this is pretty predictable I think so okay Bradley we, we Holly and I talked about this a little bit while you were still finishing up your Thanksgiving holiday I do believe I said once on the air Bradley is recovering from the Thanksgiving bloat <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm just no, we all wrong. were, yeah. right? Uh anyway, but uh you so, but you weren't here so we didn't get to talk about this. So you were here for the beginning of the story but not kind of like this development. So going back to the beginning, Candace Cameron Bure uh had some commentary on uh how she felt about marriages and how she would depict them on her new network great American family gaff those comments for great reason were not well received
0: by you would call it a gaff
1: yeah it was a gaff not well received by many people but vocally so well actually a lot of celebrities were vocal about it but one one celebrity in particular who has a storyline with Candace Cameron Bure was Jojo Siwa so Jojo Siwa was like, yeah, no, basically, and uh, made it quite clear that she doesn't think she's going to be having any types of interaction with Cameron, Candace Cameron Bure at all anymore in the future. Somewhere deep in those comments, Jodi Sweetin showed up. Jodi Sweetin oh, yeah, I plays that. Stephanie Tanner on Full House and Fuller House, the sister of Candace Cameron Bure's character, DJ Tanner. So she showed up in the comments and she said, you know, I love you to Jojo Siwa.
0: Yeah. Basically saying like, I see you.
1: And I'm supporting you. I respect you. you. I respect you. I'm, I am like, I'm on team Jojo in this experience.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm on team everybody in this experience. Right. Like that's essentially what that, you know, was sort of meant to say. I would say Candace Cameron Bure. Has taken this opportunity to unfollow her TV sister on social media.
0: Ooh, thick burn. I mean what? It's so juvenile?
1: Yes. Like
0: did you, she say anything?
1: She said nothing. Oh.
0: So some eagle eyed Instagrammer noticed, or which platform is this?
1: Uh I'm gonna guess it's on Instagram. Hold okay. on. I got to double check this.
0: She spent her TikTok. She spent a lot of time. Yeah, on that's both. true.
1: Uh, hold on. But Let out, me see. Where did on she? TikTok? I don't I mean, know. You do, yes, but... you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, she, it just says Candace Cameron Bure unfollows her co-star Jody Sweetin. So I don't know, like, doesn't stand behind her anymore or walk behind her. I don't know. Follow, I don't know where she unfollowed her from. Um, but that's like the that's like the present day drama. And I say of this. And I want to know what you say of this. Okay. Even though it feels like a like it feels like something you can do without people noticing when you unfollow somebody. If you're a celebrity, Not if
0: you're a celebrity, somebody's going to notice. Yeah, that's like a very and also it just shows, I don't know. I I hate to like You can follow and unfollow whomever you want, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with unfollowing people just on a whim. Like, it is literally a free platform. Who cares? Mm -hmm. That said, my general rule, the way I move through the world is, if somebody said something that I didn't agree with, that I was friends with, the last thing I would do is unfollow them on social media, because I'm, A, if I think that's going to somehow send, like, a, what, passive-aggressive message, Mm -hmm. Hey, that just makes you look like a, and because that's what that is, and also it just looks real petty, and right. like I don't, I don't understand the point of looking petty, especially if you're somewhat like, hey, if that's your vibe, if you're petty Patty, mm-hmm. or petty petty candy, petty cash, mm-hmm. you know whatever your, whatever your adjectives are, that's fine, but. Candace Cameron Bure, Do you wanna tell me is do you think Petty is her vibe? Well Or at least expressed, professed vibe?
1: I I don't think it was, but now I do. You know well, what I'm saying? Now
0: it's clear. Yeah. That's why I'm saying like I don't I wouldn't choose to move through the world like I'm gonna unfollow this person. Right. Because I'll show them. Why? Because they just showed support for somebody that disagreed with you. Right. Wow, and- that shows that you're really capable. Of, I don't know, living in a planet Of diverse thought and opinion
1: And what's what's I mean, yes, these two are not really Sisters, however They have been they've been co-stars Together for a long, long time And if that's the way you handle A disagreement or a difference of Viewpoints with somebody who's Been in your life for a very, very long Time,
0: yeah that's you're
1: not going to be A person who exposes yourself to the real World like mm-hmm. ever, right? Like she's curating Her own personal viewpoint mm-hmm. and that's okay. Uh, that's a choice. Choices were made. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to make the choice to tell you about some dumb people. Yeah, doing we dumb are things crazy. Stupid. The Colleen and Bradley show. My talk. one oh seven one Colleen Lindstrom, oh, Bradley. Trainer. Baby, and this is our virtual Santa stop. Thanks to the breast center, Maple Grove. You can find out more by going to my talk. Keyword. Santa. That's a baby. And now let's get to those dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy stupid...
2: Idiots! idiots! Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the
0: world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. oftentimes in the state of... Oftentimes in the state of... Oftentimes in the state, of, state of like... Florida.
1: And sometimes some other places. Like Texas. San Antonio, Texas. They
0: have a nice uh, river walk. Do they? Yeah. Mm. I'll have sure. to visit there someday. It's a nice town.
1: Uh, it's a little hot. We are going to meet, yeah. We're going to meet 23-year-old. Calma. Oh, there's no basement there.
0: Nope.
1: Don't try to find one. 23-year-old Sineda Soto she uh, FaceTimed her boyfriend last Sunday.
0: Great. Good for them.
1: Yeah. She was like, you know what? I miss him. I miss that boyfriend. I'm going to give him a call. So she FaceTimed and that's what the kids do these days. You know, uh, they don't even like they don't even look at each other sometimes on FaceTime. Do you know this? My kids do this all the time with their I friends. I don't
0: understand why.
1: I don't understand either. They FaceTime, but then they hold the phone like this. So it's like looking at the ceiling. And I'm like, why did you FaceTime him? Why didn't you just, I don't understand. I'm so confused. Anyway, they do this all the time. So 23-year-old Sinead Soto FaceTimed her boyfriend last Sunday, and somebody else picked up the phone.
0: Uh,
1: and it was a woman. Oh. And Sinead was like, She FaceTimed you, her man,
0: and a woman answered.
1: You little so-and-so. I cannot believe. And she got mad. She well, hung up. I'm not surprised. And do you know what she did? What? She marched over to his house, and he was not at his house. And she set his house on fire. What? I mean, that's terrible.
0: She set his house on she fire. She set
1: his house on fire because okay, another woman. That seems woman, a little
0: extreme.
1: Well, it's going to seem a little more extreme when you realize who it was who picked up the phone.
0: Oh no! Was it like his mom? It was a relative. Oh god!
1: Because I don't know if you know this, but uh, last weekend was a holiday weekend. A lot of people were hanging out with their family.
0: How did she not know this family member? That's a great question. I I don't know. I don't know how how long they've been dating.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Barry Gibb. Uh, He called the... uh, So, yeah. So, anyway, then... Okay, hold on. I gotta, like... So, she FaceTimes him. He doesn't answer. Another woman answers. She marches over to her house. She sets the house on fire. She takes a picture of it. And sends it to him, uh, and then he calls the fire department. But by then, it was way too late because the whole house was up in flames. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: seriously, maybe just like wait a beat, mm-hmm. ask a question mm-hmm. before you set fire mm-hmm. to a home. Uh, before you get in your car and set. Oh my! She started god.
1: it on his couch, and then the whole house ignited. Oh my god! And that's the picture he sent. She sent to him. Uh, can you even?
0: No. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Terrible. I don't
1: I don't think, that, let me, hold on, let me look here. Are they together?
0: Probably not. Nope,
1: they're not. She got arrested two days later. She's facing burglary oh, and God. arson charges. And I yes, so. he broke up with her. He has, oh, they'd only been dating for a month. He has a young daughter uh, and now no home. So there is a GoFundMe. Wow.
0: Isn't that I terrible? Just, I hope she thought better of herself.
1: Um, after that, yeah, I mean, or
0: better of her actions.
1: Yeah, I hope so too. I don't, I don't know. She looks pretty proud, though. She looks in her. Oh my shot, god!
0: She's like, yeah, like I she's did. She's pretty
1: proud. She's like, mm-hmm. I started that fire, and I do it again.
0: And I loved the smell of <laughs> burning
1: mattress. Oh wow! Ooh. Okay, where are we going next, Bradley? We
0: are going across the pond. Anyone? Who, where? Porthcall. I'm probably saying that wrong, but it's uh, really just a hotel we need to go to. Oh, fine. The Heritage Hotel in Porthcall. I don't know what language that is. Uh, It was an attempt at British and it failed miserably. Mm -hmm. Dale Smith is the owner, co-owner of Heritage Hotel. Something happened at his hotel recently that earned a spot on Crazy Stupid Idiots today.
1: Yeah. Mm, something happened at his hotel. Yes. And he's the owner of the hotel. Yes. And he's a crazy, stupid idiot as a result.
0: Indeed he is. Would you like to guess what? I'm just going to give you a hint. Okay. He found, he came across something very unusual. Mm, a body. Well, yeah, but not a dead body. A live body. Oh. A person. Oh, Holly, you sound oh, like you idea. I was just going to say
2: a crash test dummy. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: I like where you're going, but no, it's not even that complicated.
1: It's a living body,
0: a living body doing something that it shouldn't have been doing.
1: Oh, um, a living body naked lying on.
0: I didn't say naked.
1: Oh, I know, I did. Naked.
0: Mm, how did you come up with naked so fast?
1: I uh, I don't Were know. Were you just... there? No. Lying on it was a naked body. Was it really? Yeah. Lying on the front desk.
0: Oh. No. No. In fact, I'm going to tell you a little bit more. It was apparently Michael Turner, aged 52. He answered the door. Well, he didn't answer the door. Let me back it up and just tell you that the owner got some reports that, frankly, um, something wasn't right in one of the rooms. Mm. How did they know this? Apparently, there was some water leaking from one of the rooms. Oh. And so the, uh, Dale decided to take a look, check things out, knocked on a door of a room. Mm-hmm. I don't know which number. Opened the door and found Michael Turner, 52, naked with the shower running. Now, he wasn't in the shower, hmm. but the shower was running. I'm assuming he was probably just like on the bed or mm-hmm. like running around the room doing jumping jacks. I don't know.
1: Waiting for it to warm up. Maybe, you gotta do that, But
0: apparently he waited too long because the water was overflowing from the tub. And uh, apparently upon entering the room, they also discovered that it had been completely trashed. A desk and a wardrobe had been mm-hmm. damaged. Mm-hmm. The glass. Oh, God, it's so emotional. I mean, if this was your hotel. Glass in the shower had been smashed and pulled into the living area. Okay. The shower was running and leaking heavily through the floor onto the rooms below. And there, that's where they found our victim, Mr. Turner. He was naked. He was incoherent. Mm-hmm. And he appeared to be... Mm-hmm. Intoxicated. Under the influence of drink and drugs, yeah, which is a delightfully know. British way of saying he was a mess. Yeah. He was arrested, but did deny doing anything to cause damage and said he'd left it in perfectly uh, or in perfect condition.
1: We all have a different definition.
0: They said, said, sir, Mm -hmm. you did this. Yeah. And he was like, I don't remember nothing. Yeah. Because you were like passed out. Yeah. Like just because you don't remember it doesn't doesn't mean mean it it didn't didn't happen. And uh, as I'm looking at the photos, he did a number on this place. I'm surprised he didn't do a number two because (laughs) literally it looks like a Tasmanian... Uh, devil hit the place.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, his pictures like forty-eight
0: thousand yep. pounds Oof. of oh my damage, gosh. and that's that. dollars. I don't know Let's how see, long 48. had he
1: been staying there. Gosh, it looked like he's I mean, nesting. Yeah, pounds. like he really made himself at home. That's fifty-eight thousand,
0: basically Oof. fifty-eight thousand dollars worth of damage.
1: It looks like it made a lot of noise when he was making the mess, and it. I find it interesting. That it was the water that called them to the room, yeah, and not like the stuff banging around. It
0: looks like a nice little room, though. They had a yeah. they've got one of them towel dryers. It's very oh, Euro. Yeah. The Euros yeah. love the uh, the towel. They dryers. like a hot
1: towel. Is yeah. that what you're telling me?
0: <laughs> Why does that sound vaguely? Oh no, I don't know. I like a hot towel. <laughs>
1: all right uh you want to know where we're going next
0: i would please. i would
1: like you. to know as well i don't know where i am
0: okay well that's tullahoma tennessee
1: we're in tennessee, okay.
0: tennessee.
1: now you got to follow me on this one we're going to meet jonathan james frazier okay three names
0: probably a criminal
1: exactly
0: people with three names seem to do a lot of crimes because every time we read a story mm-hmm. they got three names uh, oh, my God. What? I have three names.
1: We all do. What? I know. It's just that when you... Wait a minute. when you crime, you know, When you crime, that's how people know all three. Mm-hmm. So this crimey guy uh, in Tennessee... Like your mom,
0: when she uses your middle name, yes, you know you're in trouble.
1: Yes, 100%. Yeah. Also, I don't have a name that can be nicked, but I have kids who have nicknames... And let me tell you what: when they get in trouble, it's they know because it goes. Oh,
0: names! When the, I was like, "What does that mean?"
1: Yeah, like a like nickname. Got it. So, like, I, you go with the the nickname first, and then if that's not going to work, then you you bring out the full name, and then when things are really bad, then it's full name, middle name, last name, and then if they are not responding, beware. All right, anyway, that's not why we're here. We're here because we are going to talk about crimey Jonathan James Frazier, who crimed uh, and got himself caught all in one fell swoop. Okay, what did he do? Well, he stole a surveillance camera from the backyard of a Sherwood Drive residence.
0: Not a good idea.
1: It's really not a good idea, because I would I would say that... Cameras, security cameras, surveillance cameras on a person's property are like mice. Where there is one.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. There are many.
1: Yeah. You know, like
0: roaches, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're everywhere. See
0: one roach. You got roaches.
1: So he goes to steal the surveillance camera. And he's on camera stealing the surveillance camera. Okay. Then he sold the surveillance camera to somebody else.
0: He sold
1: it. He sold it to somebody else.
0: He stole it. Then sold sold it, it, and then uh-huh. he
1: stole it. He stole it, and then he sold it. <laughs> yeah. And okay, it's hard to tell this story, but here's what happened: when he sold the camera, and the camera was then installed to the, uh, at the house of the guy who he who bought it. But the camera footage showed up oh my on the old God. person's Oh my God. And to make it worse, to make matters worse, the way they tracked him down is because once they knew where it was, there was also footage of him selling the camera to the guy oh who bought God. the camera. These what do people, I always say? What you're do I always always on camera? You are always on camera.
0: Yeah, and also just like I always think, you know, when they like try to take out a camera, you're like, but they're gonna see you walking up to the camera, and then it's gonna go black. But you right, know, right? But then before you've that, given them a really you. good face shot. Yeah, unless you Come wear on. like a I don't know, like president mask.
1: I mean, like in the major motion picture point break. Exactly, oh, that that's movie. what I was gonna say.
0: When we return, I had a Margaret Thatcher mask for some reason back in the day. <sighs> In Where high school, <laughs> it was like a novelty item, and I don't remember. I think it was like a gag gift or something, but then we used it all the time, and nobody knew who it was. Cause, really? Because, you know, American high schoolers, what would we know about Margaret Thatcher?
1: I mean, I feel like so much. Y- you should know.
0: We didn't. Yeah, but there you go. Yeah.
1: Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley Show, it is time to play a game. That game is called The Throwback. Why? After this on My Talk one oh seven one.